excited to have great friend, pastor, uh, buddy, who we have known each other for eight years. Yeah. And it's been a wild ride. Yeah, it's been crazy. So what do you? what is your role as a dad in all of that? Uh, just come home. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this community is exploding. It is. And it's the most beautiful community I've ever seen. You're saying yes to one thing. You're saying no to something else. Mm. So there's probably something important that you said no. This is the Unleash Your Purpose podcast. All right, welcome back to Unleash Your Purpose podcast with your host, Ryan Centers. I'm excited to have great friend, pastor, uh, buddy who we have known each other for eight years. Yeah. And it's been a wild ride. Yeah, it's been crazy. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you having me, man. I'm really excited about this. I was thinking, uh, <laughs> so you have six kids, right? Five, five, five. kids. I'm sorry. It feels I... like 20, but yes, <laughs> I have five kids. And one of the kids has played on my football team and took us to the championship. Yes, yes, it was, yes. It was definitely the coaching. Uh, yes, yeah. for sure, the coaching. <laughs> at, at that age, great. Yeah, we're going to say it's a coaching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not my star athlete, son. <laughs> Always had a lot of fun, though. Uh-huh. I was thinking back to a couple years ago, we celebrated um, 4th of July together. Yep. And we had a bunch of families. Uh -huh. And I'm always known as the guy who brings all the fireworks. <laughs> so I there's never a shortage of fireworks when the centers are around. Yep. So I being, bring my bulk stash. But what I didn't happen to realize is that I had some old ones in there from Mexico that I brought back it over. It definitely <laughs> We, was we our, almost burned the neighborhood down, yes, for being we, honest. Yes, we did. Those things were going exploding. One of our friends had to dive over to save a kid. Yeah. yeah. The, the kids still to this day, though, they never forget that one. Yeah, that's right. I'll be honest. Because the scar of the burn on their head. <laughs> yes. yes. That was a lot of fun. I don't want them to. to we had to move cars. Exactly. I don't want them to take their freedom for granted. Yes, yes that's they, right. <laughs> They did not. <laughs> and I've, I've invited you every year afterwards, and you're always busy. Yeah, I am always <laughs> busy. busy. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're trying to be as safe as possible. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, yeah. No, I, we're going to come next year. Okay. okay. Next year. Deal. It, you I'm going to make sure I got the three-year-old Now you have your video saying it. I got to come next. <laughs> yeah. I have to come next yes. year. Yes. Okay. I love going to your house. You Not only do you love the Lord, you guys... I love when watching your kids, you guys all pray together, but then I watch and I go upstairs and they're all having like uh, WrestleMania upstairs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So we tried to get padded walls, but it didn't work out too well <laughs> to hide the holes and stuff like that. Yes. But yeah, we, <laughs> we, every time we have people over, this is kind of like a joke. I don't know if you, I said this when you were there, but uh, we keep the bottom part of our house very clean yes as you saw when you yeah, came oh, over right nice. super clean right, like wow now what you did know is upstairs we don't clean it so when people come over and they bring their kids and it's a mess yeah we can kind of hey man look what your kids did <laughs> you guys better clean they up before better you clean leave. up before you leave but it was already like that so yeah but kids we, we always enjoy having people over yes it's wrestlemania in our house four boys yes 12 all the way down to four mm -hmm. got the two-year-old girl that so WrestleMania is just part of our family. Yes. Does she steal the? Does she like cheer him on? Um, or is she get she's in actually in there. Believe yeah. it or not, two years old. Yeah, you would think she'd be scared, but <laughs> like take her. <laughs> she's the youngest of four brothers. She's gonna be in there every time. Exactly. So I actually like it. Yes. My wife hates it, but I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now she, when she gets older, she'll be fine. She's not to defend herself, so it'll be good. Yeah. So you, uh, 
we knew each other because you were a pastor at the church yeah. I attended and yeah. got involved at in the sports ministry. Mm-hmm. You uh, were the sports pastor. You teach me, you taught me how to coach. Yeah. I remember you doing all your tutorials and you're like, hey, everyone knows what you're doing, right? And I was like, and everyone's like, uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. You were kind of voluntold, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yes. I saw you and said, that's a coach. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if you coached or not, but <laughs> no, I, I saw not. you and said, no, I'm going to get him the coach. Yeah. So you were fun. kind of voluntold. I appreciate you stepping up. Oh, anytime. Shows you're a your godly man, right? That's all that shows, right? Absolutely. There. <laughs> you yeah. weren't always in ministry, though. I wasn't. So I was a teacher for five years. Okay. I was over at Independence High School for a while there. Um, I was a PE teacher. Makes uh, sense. I really enjoyed it. Loved kids. The calling to go into ministry took a little bit from being transparent. Uh, it took a few people to kind of pour into me and mm-hmm. give me that confidence because you always think, am I truly qualified to be a pastor? Um, and, and we know that's not the right mindset to have, but that's the mindset that I had at the time. And yeah, I had some great mentors, some great people to kind of push me to do that and realize that I was equipped. God equipped me to do it. So yeah, top five years, moved into ministry shortly after, was a STARS pastor. Okay. And the reason why I got into ministry, I always tell people this, uh, I wanted to lead other men just hmm. like I was led. Uh, I, we, we, you know, there's a statistic out there that when the the wife or the mom goes to church for the first time without dad, 17% of the family follows. When the man does it, it shoots up to 93%. So not to say the man or woman is better, but we just know that God has instilled in us as men to lead the family. So with that happening to me, that's why I got into ministry, so I can go and talk to men and help them do the exact same thing. So Uh, Yeah, that's great. So it's been, when you were saying like you felt called into ministry, what like what does that mean? Because that for for a lot of people that seems very mystic. Not really doesn't yeah, make yeah, sense. Like for like sure. How, how what for you? Like you're in full time vocational work, meaning like okay, you're working, you're a teacher, yeah. loving life, yeah. And then you say, okay, I need to do this audible. And was it like a refining of your kind of your purpose, your vision yeah, yeah. for your life? How did you get clarity? Like this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I I always tell people this when things kind of seem to work out perfectly. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's literally a calling from God, and it literally yeah. happened that way. Okay. I I was like, no, I don't think I should do it. I'm going to teach. I'm going to do this, and I would have a colleague call me up like, hey, I heard you're going into ministry. So so many people were kind of giving me that that push, yeah, and that answer of, hey, God. They didn't say God told them, but they were just telling me. And I know in my head after praying, hey, God, make it very, very clear that this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And he made it super crystal clear by how many people were reaching out and telling me and saying, hey, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I think you should take that job as a pastor. So that was the clarity and the calling, in my opinion. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, I think for a lot of people, when they think of calling or this this purpose in their life, they think it's like, oh, they got to hear an audible voice, but it's not like no, that. Yeah, Mo- yeah. Yeah. Most of that, people probably saw that you love people, that you love the Lord, Correct. that this is something that you're gifted at. Correct. And they're continuing to just speak into that. Yeah. So sometimes it's the people around you that can help speak into that Correct. purpose, that vision that you have for yes, your Correct. life and what God has for you. Correct. Yep. So now, I mean, you've had multiple roles in the church. Now you're leading... A campus. I am. They trusted me. You have staff. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I do have staff now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so I give you a quick run through. So I was STARS pastor for five years, moved into a kids ministry role. Okay. 
uh, over in Alvarado campus. And then just recently, the last two years, I've been over in Levine. And that was another clear calling to go there. Mm -hmm. So my family lives there. I grew up in Levine. It was very clear. I had friends like you encourage it once again. See, yeah, friends call that. and encourage me to do it. I said, you better get down to Levine. Yes. Yeah, so that was another clear thing of, hey, I need to go lead over here. And I had the trust of our our church to do it too. So that was another positive. That's so well. good. So yeah, it's been great. So how would you, how has your kind of your leadership style evolved through this? Yeah. So how would you define yourself now? Because you have a bunch of staff. Yes. And a bunch of uh, probably a hundred volunteers or more. Yeah, over about two, three hundred. Yes, it, yeah. it grow. It grew really fast. Yes. So it, God's been faithful. We've been growing like crazy. As a leader, I think the hardest part as a leader, and I always say this, it's hard to remember that not everyone thinks the way you do. Mm. Um, so that's probably the toughest part about being a leader and leading a team, is you have this preconceived notion that oh, I need to do this, or they should think like me. Yeah. But they don't. And we know in scripture says we all make a part of the body of Christ. And I had to realize that it's not just me, it's my team. Yeah. And as a team, we are going to grow this campus and we're going to perfect it and do it with excellence. And that's what we've been doing. But it's been a learning process for the last two years to realize that. Got to remind myself. So if for you, is having it to continue to kind of share the DNA mm -hmm. of Correct. the culture of what it's about? Cast and vision. Yep. Yeah. And know your blind spots. We always talk about that at CCV, like, what are your blind spots? What are the things you don't see yeah. that you need to be mindful of? And that's one of them. For sure. Yeah. I know for me and my organization, like one of my biggest blind spots is I am not, uh, I'm highly visionary. Um, I love to kind of create ideas, but following through to execution mm, mm, and mm. making it happen. Mm. And, oh, it's just like, this is boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just yesterday I'm sitting in our executive office area and I have all the execs sitting in an office in a meeting. I was like, they don't need me there. They're like, no, Ryan, we don't want you in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. They're going to get you distracted. It's trusting your team. Yeah, yes. So and true. that's like a good place to be mm -hmm. as a leader is that they're able to kind of step into that. And I right. can kind of not be involved in all of those things because one, they know my blind spots. They know the culture and the mm -hmm. DNA. Yep. And then even earlier, to, earlier today, we this one lady, they... She resigned because she said she did not like all of the camps and events that we do for the mm. kids. Okay. <laughs> or and that we're so into personal growth and development. I was like, that's what like who we are. I'm yeah. like, I'm glad you figured it out because I oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this ain't gonna work. And that's the and that's the reality of not everyone uh can be on your team, right? Yeah. You, that's the reality of not everyone. You can't work with everybody. Mm -hmm. Some people are either going to follow your leadership or not. Um, I'm more of a quit yap and make it happen type of dude. Okay. Like, get it done. Yes. Um, but I, just like you, I had to find people that were strong and where I was yeah. weak. And now that we are together, it's like a super healthy, strong team. So well, it takes time to do that too, though. So if you're an action guy yep like your love language is action i am the galvanizer i'm <laughs> yes. thinking of like working genius right yeah get what is yours done. is your galvanizing galvanizing yes okay like, go 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 mine's go. the in innovation okay in yeah wonder. like a yeah. wonder yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> makes sense it makes exactly. sense so yeah i'm more of go get it get her done okay um so i so have other people your blind, what's your biggest blind spot so my Brian? biggest blind spot is uh what was it uh enabling okay so that bothers me. When, yeah. Like so, I, I have a lot of people on my team where they have to hear a good job, which is I, yeah. I realize that now, but mm -hmm. that's not my first 
instinct instinct like i don't need like you but do you like be affirmed too Mm, no i can just go get her yeah Yeah. you're naturally your bent is just to make it happen just go do it yeah but leaders they correct they need to be told correct my uh, assistant to this day has to i'm getting better at it Mm -hmm. but they love like all of my staff just like it milks, like it fuels their heart and soul oh, when yeah. I can tell them something good. Correct. So even to this day, every single morning when I'm working out, I have in my routine that I have to text one or two mm. staff mm. and it has to be very specific, something very focused of that they're doing well. I love that. Because yeah, the, it's like gold and it speaks so loudly Yeah, um, because for so long they were saying like, does Ryan even like me? Correct. Does Ryan even And that's one of my, me? that's another one of my blind spots of my being a good coach. Yeah. And the, and the meaning behind that is if you look at any, big time, very successful coach in any professional sports or anywhere. Mm-hmm. They knew every single thing about their players. That's right. Inside and out, family life, everything about them. So me as a leader, am I being a good coach? I was the, I, I, in the playoffs. I don't remember what coach it was, but I was listening to this uh, this article or the, this news report saying how one of the coaches was, before he, they even gets on a team, he studies everything everything Every, about each player everything. to know how, how they respond. Weaknesses, strengths, yeah. how they respond to this. So that's as a, a leader... It's exhausting. We need, yeah. <laughs> Is it not? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the thing. But that's what it... That's, that's the, the price call. that comes... Correct. That's the yeah. price that comes with being a leader. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to do it, then everybody. get off yeah. the pot, right? Correct. So we have to know our people inside and out. Yes. If we're not... If we don't, then can we really call ourselves leaders? So yeah. that's awesome you do that. Actually, something I might have to steal. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love it's, that. It, it's not my first set. Yeah. It's like second. Yeah. Second, yeah. I got to get through some emails or like, don't talk to me. Yeah. You know, yeah, let yeah. Me do my thing. I love that. But then... So good. Yeah. I I've sent it. you a text, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. You have Always before. at 5 a.m.? Yeah. All right. You're, like you're on deck. Four years ago or something. <laughs> <laughs> we text all the time. I'm kidding. <laughs> so one of the things that I really appreciate is that you and your wife are so intentional mm-hmm. with your your family. Yeah. Your family time. Mm-hmm. Um, you've always been a coach. You've been into sports. But there are times you say no. No. Yes. Like, and for me, I have all these kids and I'm, I, I think personally just wrestling with this mm-hmm. is like, there is this, um, there's only so much time that a family has mm-hmm. and that us as dads, as, a, as the parents, we are called to like raise up these kids, be super intentional. We need to like, not, I don't want to say shelter, but almost like shelter. Like yeah. the world is coming at our kids so rapidly For sure. fast For sure. and we have to be like, I don't want culture to drive what their values are. I want the center's family. Yeah. I want the Malone family to drive what our kids are about. So you are so good at that. And you're able to say no to certain things. Yes. To certain things. How did you guys like get to that place? Yeah. It it took time. If I'm being honest, I'll say the bad side and the good side of it. Right. So as a couple, as you know, when you're married, it's two different brains, two different yeah. outlooks on how things should go or not go. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot of time for me and her to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to our kids, obviously, I always love to use scripture, um, lead your kids in the way they should go. That way, when they're old, they won't depart from it. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's something that we live by. And that's why we say no to things a lot. 
I always say you have to say no to grow. Like you have to sometimes. Oh. You have to. Have to say no to grow. Because if you say That's yes, good. if you're saying yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. So there's probably something important that you said no to because you're saying yes to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we live by that. We will say no to things. Yeah. Sometimes, as you hear, no, I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go on Fourth July. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> but we do say no to things because we do want to protect that time with us as a family. Like we think that's important. Hey, fellow purpose-driven leaders, if you're loving what you're hearing, we need your help to keep spreading inspiration so others can unleash their purpose too. If you're finding value in our discussions about purpose, entrepreneurship, faith, and family, here's how you can support us. First off, hit that subscribe button right now to make sure you never miss an episode. Uh, By subscribing, you'll get notified every time we release a new podcast packed with wisdom and encouragement. Next, take a moment to share this episode with your friends, family, and followers. Um, Whether it's a text message, a post, or a shout out, your recommendation helps us reach more people who are seeking inspiration on their journey. And finally, if you've been enjoying our podcast, we'd be incredibly grateful if you could leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews not only motivate us to keep creating great content, but they also help others discover our show and join our purpose-driven community. So let's keep the momentum going. Subscribe, share, and review the Unleash Your Purpose podcast today and together. Let's make a positive impact on the world, one listener at a time. Now let's dive back into today's episode. Just Sarah and I were just literally having this conversation yesterday, is it feels like there we have three things that are taking up all of our family time mm-hmm. and that we're called to do. Uh, or there we have a finite amount of time as as a family so number one is the school day okay that takes up okay the education all that um then the values of like extracurriculars and sports Mm -hmm. and as you get older the time yep and gets and the competition and everything gets more and more and you're traveling sure um but then there is that time as a family that is you're called to create this family team Mm -hmm. or this like family on mission this where we're all kind of like creating our values and what our family is about. Mm-hmm. And for so long, I think I have expected my family mission and values to happen through osmosis, meaning just in passing along yeah, yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. But I honestly don't think that's possible. <clears throat> no, correct. It has to be super intentional. Yeah. And the time has to be carved out. Yes. And if they're giving all their time to school, and then they get nothing from home, mm. or and then they're running ragged from here to here. So Sarah and I are not in a not. I wouldn't call it like a. It's a deep reflection right now of like. No, for sure. What in the world do we do? Mm-hmm. Because you guys, you guys are like, what do I do? No, yeah, Pastor. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So there's a very. Uh, uh, a leader at our church, very influential to me. I'm not going to use his name, but yeah. he's just a big part of my growth as a pastor. Mm-hmm. He always talks about protecting your four walls. Okay. Um, and what he means by that is protecting your kids from things that uh, may not bring value to them down the road, right? Yes, mm-hmm. sports are great. I, I love sports. You know sure. this. I love sports. Um, and I love extracurricular activities. School, yeah. we know, is important, all these things. But the home life is, I would say, probably even more more important, which is why we time block. I love how you said that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. I'm very intentional on my calendar. 
Mm-hmm. My wife knows this. Babe, I love you. I know you're, you're going to have a comment. <laughs> uh, but my calendar is what I live by. So yeah. if it's not on a calendar, yeah. I don't do it. And I put everything on there. I mean, it can be, hey, I'm putting the kids to bed or whatever it may be. It's on the calendar. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's easy for me to say like, ah, oh, I know I said that, but... Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get past that. So right. I think being intentional is huge because yeah. your kids get to see what's very important in your life. For too, sure. Right. So uh, Bruce Lee said it. I can't remember what. See, remember how the quote went. I want to. As we said, I don't want to buy my kids everything I was never bought. I want to teach my kids all the things I was never taught. Mm. Um, and that's that can go from a certain lesson or just time. Yeah. Because time is the one thing in life you can never get back. That's right. So if you're intentional with your kids with time, they get to see their value. Totally. And as they grow older, they will get to see where their time should be yeah. going. What was valuable to mom and dad that I should be doing the same thing. Man, when I was, when Sarah and I were so young in like young parents, I was working two, three jobs mm. and I was in the jobs where it was just mm-hmm. all day. Yeah. So the moment I get home, I'm on my laptop trying to catch up on work okay yeah. okay baby yeah yeah and maybe i was present but i wasn't no present. correct yeah guilty and, of that too and it's like you the kids get nothing they don't get the yeah. best yeah and they watch it and now i got all these teenagers yeah and i got a teenage son he's 14 he's just like waiting for me yeah, to show yeah, up yeah he's yeah like, oh, we're gonna go play soccer what are we gonna go do yeah. can i tell you about my day mm-hmm. and he's like he's just waiting and even like we do tech free sundays or we oh, do, I love uh, that. We do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, they the hate thing. it, but not. I, I think it's okay. They, it's I okay. bet you they appreciate it more than you think. Yes. They don't verbalize it, but they do. Well, and it, on Sundays we do a, um, we'll do a family breakfast and we'll do like a, uh, like a little devotion, like a verse and like one of our family core values. Mm-hmm. And it's cheesy, but okay. I love cheesy. Yeah. And the kids. They'll never forget it. Exactly. Like we... I thought do, like, this don't is do it one week. I bet you they'll bring it up. Hey, I wait, know, that's exactly what happened. When are we gonna do it? Wait, we're not doing our. Uh, yeah. we're not doing our core value. Yeah, that's how you know it's sticking. <laughs> yes, if you we don't are. do it, they're like, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. we're not doing that dumb thing that we always do. Like, oh, so you do like it? Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I think so that's you gotta. Great. So you're so you're saying we have to protect the four walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the culture and world is coming at our kids. It is in in speeds that has been like we've never seen before mm-hmm. uh you and i both are like i was on a um i think from i guess the speed i guess we, we could talk about like the technology and yeah, the yeah. youtube that they're watching and so their different friends. so different oh and the, i have that growing up yeah exactly so different yeah and then um kids at school maybe don't have the similar values and kind of expectations that you would have yeah and that's no yeah changes things it does we so I think I told I told you this actually this weekend. So we're home. Well, you know that we're homeschooling. It's been going really good. We're in the we call this a testing year though. It's Ooh, first okay. year doing it. Uh, when you go to the homeschool conventions, they talk about all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so we're in that testing year of just we're doing it, but we we just set the expectations a little low. <laughs> that way, if things don't go according to plan, it's all right. It's testing year. Uh, but things are going amazing. Okay. Uh, my wife is really. All doing in. a great job. I always say you are the best teacher in the world. You know, <laughs> um, but that that was a struggle though, if I'm being honest, because she wanted to homeschool. Okay. I did not. Because right. remember, I was a public school teacher. Sure, I was. I I strongly believe in like education, going to the school, yeah. like putting your kids in it. You know, I don't yeah. want to shelter my kids from everything. Sure, I want them to be an experience for themselves. 
Um, but that was something we had to struggle with. Mm-hmm. And we read a book. This was a another great leader at church gave us a book called No Perfect Parent. Hmm. Changed our lives on just how we view our kids. Um, I think it's Dave and Ann Wilson. I think is who wrote it. But there's four phases. So you have the discipline stage, okay, which is one to five, yeah. right? So you're disciplining, teaching them, and then you have the um, teach. Oh, no, 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 no. Make sure I get them right. Discipline, coaching, training phase. There you go. Training okay. phase. So training phase five to twelve. Which is usually school age, right? Yeah. So from kindergarten to usually junior high. Okay. And we have plans, I told you this, to send our kid to high school. Okay. And the reason why we're doing that is because that phase, 12 and to 18, is the coaching phase. Mm. And then 18 and older is the friendship stage. Okay. So our kids right now are in the training, training stage. stage. Yeah. So we are very intentional about, okay, if we want to train our kids in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. I think the, at least for us, once again, I'm just speaking for us as a family, the one thing we thought about, if this is that perfect stage, why would we send them out to be trained? Yeah. When I want to mess do them it? up. <laughs> I don't want you to mess them up. Let me mess them up. Exactly. Right? Yes. So we want to mess them up with our values and yeah. what we want to be about. Exactly. So, and that's something that I heard. I heard a quote uh, about homeschooling. It was so good. I don't remember who said it that day, but they said, you can't send your kids to Caesar and expect them not to come back as Romans. I was like, ooh, that was powerful. Very, very powerful. So if I want to be the Caesar, I want them to come back as the Romans I want them to be, right? Yeah. So that's why we homeschool. Mm-hmm. It's been going amazing. It's not for everyone, though. That's yeah. the thing. I'm not somebody that's just totally against... So what do you? What is your school? role as a dad and all of that? Uh, just come home. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure kidding. it's great. I work all day. <laughs> it's all, I have longer work hours because of homeschool. I'm just kidding. Now my my role, especially when my because uh, I have four boys. Yeah, you got to keep so a structure. My yeah, my role is the for one to encourage my wife. Yeah, because it is tough days. You know, you stay yeah. home with kids. That's a hard day. And two, also my boys, like we do what we called a uh, man code. Mm. So teaching my boys how to be men, man. Yeah. Like I have a 12 year old and an eight year old, yeah. which doesn't seem old, but yeah. you know, you don't have my 12 year old, I got six years left and I he's know. gone into the coaching phase. Like he's gone. So yeah. I, I make sure as the father to set that, um, that standard of what they should be like at home and mm-hmm. then even outside the house. Yeah. Uh, like my son going into junior high, I'm going to have him with me more. That's right. Just to kind of show him what it looks like to be a man. Because it's not easy to be a man. We know that's that. right. It's tough. And you have to, yeah, be be intentional with that. And then teaching boys that life's not all about you. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah, Correct. They're there to serve. Yeah. And I want to see him fail too, man. Yeah. Failure is great. That's right. I know we look at it in such a negative context, but failure is what helps you grow. Mm-hmm. So I want to see them do that a little bit too. Yeah. Which would be good. See yeah, I, I have this wrestling because I really am like we're at kind of this crossroads of like there we have to decide how we're going to chunk out our time. Mm-hmm. And if these kids are our most fine, our most valuable resource and the thing that God has placed in our life to to steward and take care of. Yeah. Then they need to get the best. For sure. So yeah. and I think they can have it at um a school yeah, we sure we yeah. we left public school to go to a private christian school and we love it mm-hmm. and uh, but then now even for my kids i want them to learn entrepreneurial skills social skills correct and like 
for even this morning when one of my boys is walking by, he needs to learn that you greet someone every morning. Yes. Hey, good morning. You don't just walk by. Very like true. He, he maybe has been raised in foster care, yeah. and this is, but you have to learn. You have to learn these skills. Mm -hmm. But they have to be taught that too, though, yes, right? Yes. Like to, you're saying, and yeah. it, it doesn't just happen. Doesn't just happen. That's why it's a training phase. You're yeah. training on what you want exactly. to do. Exactly. <laughs> and I need to train them up. Like, like I want my boys to teach them how to start a small business. Correct. And yeah. learn how to make money. Yeah, I was just I was on a, a workshop with a bunch of uh, dads who are starting to kind of think this way, and they have a ten-year-old daughter who has um, started a sneaker company where she flips sneakers. Oh, I love it! <laughs> I I'm know, a sneakerhead. You, uh, you are. I love sneakers. Very she, smart. She uh, bought and resold in her first year, made a hundred thousand dollars. So smart. So like nothing wrong with I love and, it. Like, learning that skill. That's the new age too. If I gotta yeah. be honest, like that's that's the world we live in today. There's so many opportunities out so there. So we need for to you. and like I you I gotta want foster my it a little bit though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like even now we're like we're finally getting our eggs from our chickens. We're like, all right, you're gonna go sell these eggs. Yeah. Like, right, how much does it cost? Now we're gonna go resell them. But now, I mean, but, but, but that teaches a lot more than we think, though, doing yeah. that kind of stuff. Totally does. Going door to door, talking to people, because now you got to have personal skills. Yep. Got to know how to speak to someone, look them in the eyes. Like, mm -hmm. those are all things that um, you don't see very often nowadays. Yeah. So that's something that I think is very important for kids to learn. Yeah. I think that's great. And you and I were, we were involved in, like, you were involved in a public school teacher. I Your was. kids were in public school. Yeah. I yeah. actually served on a school board for years mm -hmm. um and it was a great experience but i think as time has went on you notice that the culture maybe doesn't align with for sure what you want for yeah your kids. and that's the that's the reality of me and my wife getting on the same page because i knew being in the public school system and teaching there's amazing teachers there but there's still curriculum they have to teach yeah. unfortunately right mm -hmm. it's part of their job it's not that they have control over that right. yes they can teach in a different way mm -hmm. but there's a certain way they have to or a certain curriculum they have to go by so it's out of their control and that's what we realize as a family of there may be amazing teachers that do it but at a certain point you know they only have so much control it's the state it's the government it's beyond our eyes can see um so that's what i'm saying as a family you just have to Figure out what's best for you. Yeah. Because I think all of them can be great, but just for us as a family personally, we thought homeschool was best for us. And now you're now you're in first year experiment. Yeah. Two, first year, second year, first we'll year see experiment. where it goes. Yeah. No, I think we are this is our thing. We're not moving from it. This is a thing um, thing. Like I always like, doing. are we gonna get weird? Are we gonna get no, homeschool weird? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. Our kids and are I'm so like, I'm, social. I'm good with that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Our kids are, that's the thing though. If you think about today's age, they're so social. Yeah. They're always talking to someone. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we plan, like I said, to send them to high school. Yeah. That's our plan. We want to send them to high school, send them mm -hmm. out to the world. Okay. Um, but once again, we think by that age, right? hopefully we would have did, a, at least as parents, let's go back on us now, right? Mm -hmm. Hopefully us as parents did a good job training them. That way when they go into that phase, it's more of just coaching. They're going to make mistakes. Yeah. But now we build that that relationship where they can be truthful to us, be honest, and go out, yeah, and live life, man. Right. So and for us, we love the idea of having these opportunities to have some flexibility Correct. with our kids. Yes. Oh. Like, I mean, you can learn huge like, so much of the time in mm -hmm. school is just wasted. Yeah. In getting in line, waiting for a transition, when a kid could probably get their whole year, the whole day's schoolwork done in three hours, mm -hmm. then I can have them focus on a project of learning, coming with me and for sure doing a business. Yeah, or, 
yeah. and learning those skills. Yeah, we that's the one great thing. When we go out of town, we can Yes. If my wife still wants to do school with them or create the the curriculum to surround where we're going, you know, if we're going to ocean, do like a, a unit on that. Yeah. Works out great. So yeah, yeah, it's a lot of there's pros and cons to it, but that's definitely a pro. When you yeah. travel, you can kind of <laughs> adjust. Hey, we're gonna do school in California. That's gonna yeah, be that's great. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> right. We even said, my wife said, like, we have this uh, ministry that we support in India and we've always oh, wanted to go it. there. And we're like, dude, let's go to India for a month. And I mean, it's a little crazy. But, yeah. Right? But you could teach. Correct. I do mean, it anywhere. You could teach that anywhere. And yeah. these kids are going to learn way more about culture and life. Mm -hmm. Living it out right oh, there. Yeah. Hands and, on. Right. Oh, Doing yeah. It? Yes. I believe in that, too. Yeah. That's a awesome. good. So, um as a, we kind of wrap up for today, I was thinking you as a, as a husband, as a father, as a leader, mm -hmm. um, the last thing I always ask, um, all of our guests is says, um, say you were, when you die, what do you want to be remembered for? Yeah, that's a great question, man. Obviously for sure, for sure. Man of God, that is, okay. like I said earlier, my biggest push to go into ministry was to be around other men. Um, me and my wife love sitting down with couples for marriage mm -hmm. and talking. We've been married 15 years. We don't have it all the answers, but we've been through a little bit. So definitely man of God, um, a loving father, right? I know that sounds so generic. Oh, yeah. loving father. But no, I really want my kids to say that my dad loved me. He gave mm -hmm. me the time that he uh, valued time, but he always gave it to me. That's right. Um, and then the last one... Um, Oh, that's a that's a good one. I'm trying to think of uh, friends. Obviously, they come and go, but I would hope people would say I'm a a good leader. Yeah, yeah, right. Because being a leader, like I said, is not easy, but it's it's a a job I love. Yeah. I love to do it. Love to grow every day. So yeah, I would say those three things. That's good. Yeah, pretty simple. But I'm a simple dude. So. And sometimes the simplest things yeah. are the biggest things. Yeah, because it has or, more meaning behind it. Yeah, right? I, I don't think it's actually simple. I think there's clarity. Correct. Clarity of exactly the things. Exactly what I want. Correct. Because sometimes you want to do all the next things, mm -hmm. but you know what? Yeah. Love God. Love my wife. Train up my kids really well. Yep. And be a good leader for our yeah, community. That's it. I man. mean, at the end of the day, if I'm sitting at my funeral and I'm surrounded by people that said, "Like, wow, you made a huge difference in my life." Um, that's what, what you want, day. right? Yeah, yeah. Correct. I was uh, at my office yesterday, and there's this this guy who. I met 10 years ago. He didn't speak any English at the time. Mm. Uh, he was in the neighborhood, went door to door, just trying to say, like, how can we help serve you? Got to know his family. Uh, long story short, his wife ended up um, being cleaning our like house cleaning. Yeah. Uh, I He started a, a carpet cleaning business that long story short, we helped get him going. And been to his house a half dozen times sarah and i went to their wedding we were the only <laughs> english-speaking people at the whole wedding oh I think. wow 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 sarah comes in as a traditional catholic wedding she's wearing a tube top and the nana's like no 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 and gives her a shawl because we're at like it. a catholic like a, like it. a spanish-speaking catholic <laughs> wedding i'm like baby well, when you are so embarrassing <laughs> that's amazing though and he should <laughs> His son, his son now works for Ohana. Oh, uh, cool. his two his two girls are going off to college, and he just said he came to my office 
just hoping I would be there. And he said, I wanted to tell you that my daughter's going to college mm. and that the reason she's going to college is because of 10 years when I met you. I'm like, well, no, that's not a, no, no, no. Yeah. And, but to me, it was just the most humbling thing. Yeah. Because I sat in his living room and we traded services because I wasn't going to, I said, sure, I'll help you start your carpet cleaning business, but you have to um, teach me Spanish. Oh, I love it. So I he had it. his whiteboard and he was teaching yeah, me yeah. Spanish <laughs> for months. Didn't go far. I was, but, but God, let's, let's hear something. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, I want you to talk from here on out in Spanish, all right? That's, that's what we're going to do. Well, God knew I was going to have some Spanish-speaking sons, so it took care of it. No, that's that's an example of, um, and this is what we always try to preach, just in our faith of community, how valuable community is. Yeah. Um, because it, yeah, it can help you through life, hard mm -hmm. times, good times. It's like this, right? Just yeah. good to have friends and people you can lean on, ask for advice. So that's amazing. That's good. <laughs> so funny. Well, man, you you honestly are one of the biggest inspirations, always encouraging. Yeah. You have the dad advice that I always come to. Appreciate so it. So keep leading in the yeah. charge and being my pastor and yeah. answer my calls when I'm yeah. a wreck. You know? Well, I give this dude credit for, he's one of the guys that got me out to Levine. So that is I appreciate you pushing me because there was times, no, I, I think, no, no you're like, coming. You're coming. You're, that's right. You're coming. So Sometimes you just need someone yeah, to help push you and I do. make it happen. Yeah. So I appreciate and, you, man. And, this community is exploding. It is. And it's the most beautiful community I've ever seen. So good, man. Yeah. So good. I'm excited. Yeah. God's not done. So no, I'll just work get to going. Do. Just getting started, man. All right. Well, next time you come out, you'll have to tell us more about Heck that. Heck yeah, I will. That'll be All awesome. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Until next Appreciate week, may you unleash your purpose so you can profit in your business, faith, and life. Thanks for joining us for the Unleash Your Purpose podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'll see you next week.